it's time to go back to work. There's a lot to do. We have things to make, stuff to build, cargo to ship, customers to serve. So grab a five-hour energy and get ready. For 16 years, through good times and bad, five-hour energy has been there helping hard-working people get stuff done. It's time to go back to work. Let's roll up our sleeves and get going. For more information and to order online, visit 5hourenergy.com. couple other people with us today as well. My friend Dave Stevens is also here, and my father-in-law Tom Ellis is here as well to listen to the podcast and chime in. Uh, just some background on these two. Dave Stevens is a soccer fan, right Dave? I am, yes indeed. Yep, yep. So he knows a lot about soccer. My father-in-law Tom, however, is not a soccer fan. He is a football fan, not soccer, but American football. Right, football, Tom? not football. That's right. Egg ball. Egg ball. Yes, exactly. So they'll be here listening to the podcast and chiming in a little bit. Um, Dave, let's start talking about uh, the last – well, we have a couple games that we've uh, had since our last podcast. First one was the Seattle Sounders game. Yeah, uh, being that it was so far so far uh, separated from today, you know, we won't really mention much about it. And that we sucked. Yeah, it was, it was a bad game. Yes. Uh, the offense was bad. The defense was bad. Mm-hmm. Quintero wasn't even really that great to talk about. Yeah. So I don't think there's much to say. We dropped points against the worst team in the West. Yeah. Which is not good. No. That's about it. All right. <laughs> See, exactly. I mean, it was a crappy game. We're not even getting into it. We sucked. Next game was the Houston Dynamo game, which we won 2-1. to one. That one was a lot better than the Seattle game. It was a lot better than Seattle, and we... Came back, which was even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still didn't look fantastic. No, uh, it, it, the defense was pretty shaky. Uh, offense wasn't spectacular, but they they did well. Ibar had a very good game, and I think he he was the reason for the, our two best chances of the mm-hmm. game. Uh, so that that's a positive sign. With Finley out, I don't think I don't think I've really missed him. Ibar has filled the role very well. Yep. And I think it's, it's a positive sign uh, it that we can make it through the season. And that's, yeah, with Finley being out, uh, I was a little bit concerned about that since he gives you a little bit of speed on the outside there. But like I said, Ibarra, like you said, Ibarra has been be able to fill in pretty pretty well and has uh, given them some opportunities. I know yeah. in that game we had, they had 19 shots on goal. We only had six. Yeah. Which is amazing. Uh, Quintero did get a penalty goal. Which was nice, and Ibsen got the pretty much the game winner um, in the seventieth minute. So yeah, I mean, all in all, it was. Uh, I mean, they they had nineteen shots on goal. I mean, so that tells you our defense in that game was just terrible. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it's kind of a recurring theme, I suppose. Yes, uh, might be for a while, and it's the way it goes. I guess if you're scoring goals, your defense can be a little yeah shaky. Yeah. Uh, and it really what matters is if the ball hits back in the net. So mm-hmm. they can have 25 shots on goal. If they don't go in, 
that's it's yeah. not a it's not an issue. Yeah, and I think our uh, goaltender play in that last game was pretty yeah. good. Bobby had some yeah excellent saves. Yes, uh, and it, you know one thing about the Quintero PK, I, I noticed. He, I'm wondering if he has a side that he always shoots to, because the keeper picked the right side, mm-hmm. but he placed it so perfectly that it didn't matter. That it, it didn't matter, no. and it, it was. You know, it was maybe two feet above the keeper's arms, mm-hmm. right on the edge. I mean, it, I think even another foot, and that yeah. would have hit the post. Well, I so mean, I think it's interesting. And we talked about Quintero a lot in the last podcast, saying, "Well, he is the the most talented person on this roster," and him taking a penalty kick. I think it's almost an automatic he's going to score a goal on a penalty kick. I mean, he's he he's got the shots and the moves to to do that on a on a weekly basis. So. And we've seen that for the last couple games now that he is the best player on this team. Yeah, hands hands down, mm-hmm. he's heads and shoulders above everybody else. Yep. Uh, you know, I think the positive to that is hopefully it will bring out some of the skill that we expect our other players to have. Yeah, I, and I think Ibar is a good example. Yeah, and I, we, we we talked about this too in the last podcast. We were hoping that these guys can play up to. I'm not saying they're going to play up the level of Quintero, but to play up to a level a little bit below him and maybe hopefully be, you know, be able to help him out a little bit. Right. Toward the end of that game, uh, we finally got to see Alexi Gomez come in. Mm-hmm. He, I thought he looked pretty good. His, he wasn't playing the position he's supposed to. They yeah. brought him in as just an extra guy. Yeah. Uh, but his link up with Ibarra and Quintero looked really good. Mm-hmm. The Audi Index for Major League Soccer said he was, I think, the worst player on the pitch. <laughs> but, you know, I think he obviously came in, played basically a central midfield role mm-hmm. where he's supposed to be a, a left wing. He had some good link-ups. Yep. I mean, it was the first minutes he's played with Minnesota. I thought he looked pretty good. Do you think he can be the – I mean, Quintero, obviously, I mean – Let's go to a basketball reference here. I think I talked about this last time. Was Quintero, let's say Quintero is the Michael Jordan of this team, right? Can right. Gomez be the Scottie Pippen where he can play a secondary role and kind of feed Quintero a little bit and kind of they can play off each other a little bit? Can he be that guy? I mean, he looks like he might be able to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, once we kind of look at yesterday's game, mm-hmm. I think his his crossing was very good. I mean, he he had the assist for the... Yep. Ibar goal. Or I think they scored an assist, did they? I think since so. He, since Ibar shot and then took the rebound, was it an yep. assist? You know, I, he had a few other good solid passes into the box. He's a little bit more agile than mm-hmm. Sam was. And uh, he's bigger, too, yeah. which is huge. Um, I, I think he stands a few inches taller than most of the other players. Yeah. So I think he could be. We'll have to see. I would imagine he'll start against L.A., Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think Wednesday we're going to have a good picture of how he fits in, especially with a very talented L.A. team. Yes. Uh, yeah. um, I want to mention Ibsen because his goal was spectacular. Mm-hmm. A back heel between the defender's legs. Yeah. Jeff Reuter had an interview with him, which I, by the way, if you don't have a subscription to The Athletic, mm-hmm. that interview in of itself is reason enough to get a subscription. Yes. It was pretty interesting. He's never sat down with anyone before to do an interview. So to kind of get an idea of who Ibsen is, it was kind of fun. Uh, but he, he was asked if that was uh, if he meant to do that 
mm-hmm. goal. He said, well, if it would have been with his left foot, it wouldn't have worked. If it would have been with his right foot, it would have worked. If he mm-hmm. would have been a second earlier, it wouldn't have worked. So yep. his only option was his was was back heel. Yep. And it, I, I still think it was luck, sheer luck. Mm-hmm. I think he was probably the ball's coming in. For God's sake, I'm just going to back heel, see what happens. See what, yeah, just throw it out there. And, it, you know, his, there's, there's a mem floating around of him where the look on his face after that goal is hilarious <laughs> because you can totally see he's just kind of like, I don't know, yeah, it I worked. It worked, yeah, it went in. Yeah. It's all that matters. Yeah. But interestingly enough, he was terrible in that game. Yes. I mean, aside from that goal, uh, I think he's possibly the worst team on the player well, on the team. Well, Ibsen, to me, and I don't know if you agree with this, I think he's kind of the emotional kind of barometer on that team. Yeah. Whereas when you see Ibsen, he gets upset about pretty much any play that happens. Yeah, even good ones. Even good ones. <laughs> I mean, he is the one who is always in the ref's face about everything, yep. anything. I mean, he is the guy. He is, he's trying to take a leadership role. And I, I guess I would say he is kind of the leader on this team. Yeah, well, I mean, he, I think he's got the most experience of anyone. Yeah. Um, you know, getting to play in Champions League in Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, for two different teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's played against the best teams, the best players mm-hmm. in the world in the last 10 years. So he knows yeah. how to do things. Yeah. Again, though, I, I'm not going to give anything away from that interview. I think people should should read it. Of course, you need a subscription to read it. But uh, The Athletic uh, is, a, I, I, do, I have a subscription myself, and it is, even the... Um, Baseball stuff, the football stuff, everything is just fantastic. They they pulled the athletic pulled a bunch of great um, writers from different spots onto their site, and I'm telling you, they're they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in the next couple of years with ESPN. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. Um, their local coverage is really good. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked into too much yet, mm-hmm. but some of the stuff I've seen from Chicago is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's worth it. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. it's not that much money. What's it like? I think it's like what three bucks a month, or is it? Uh, well, right it? now, if you if you go through that interview, I think it's like three bucks a month. Yeah, three bucks. Yeah, a month. yeah. which isn't bad. Yeah, I'd rather pay that than pay ESPN. Yeah, because their coverage lately has been terrible. Yeah, it has. Um, so, last game, which was yesterday, yep. which Dave, you were at. Well, Dave Stevens, you were there? No, I was not. You were not there. Just, you wanted to go there, but there. You I tried desperately to go. And you I tried desperately to go. Anybody in the yeah. And, you know, had you asked me three hours earlier, I would have had a ticket. There you go. See? Uh, it's always it's the my fault. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't ambitious. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yesterday they had uh, a game, and they, they won one to nothing. And, again, they're, they look shaky all and game. It, you know, and it came down to, you know, the last 20 minutes of the game where you thought that uh, uh, the team, what was it, the uh, Vancouver, you thought they were going to score. I mean, they had a lot of chances to score at the end of that game. And we were down to 10 men because yeah. of the toy situation, which you're going to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. He, he was really getting roughed up. Um, Vancouver's a very big team. Mm-hmm. I, I think I had read somewhere that they're one of the tallest teams in the league. They've grown big up in Canada. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess. I don't know that any of them are actually. <laughs> oh. But, he, you know, he was getting muscled around a lot. He's a rookie. I mean, he's only 19. Yeah. Uh, he got frustrated. 
reacted. It's not, I mean, you see it in every sport. Mm-hmm. And he got caught. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was pretty, it was, it, I wouldn't, I guess I wouldn't say it was pretty obvious. Um, I saw the play, I saw the guy fall. I just thought it was a collision. Mm-hmm. Um, once, well, and they didn't even show a replay in the stadium, so wow. he had no idea. So once I got home and I actually saw mm-hmm. the highlight of it, I was like, yeah, okay. He very clearly. They didn't show a replay in the stadium at all? No. Why? I don't know. That's uh, interesting. Maybe they didn't want to have to admit that it was an obvious red card. Yeah, maybe. And the thing with soccer, and, and I know a lot of people listening to this are soccer fans, so you know this. If you, you get a red card in a game, not only are you down a player for that game, you cannot play in the next game. Right. So you, you're, you're kind of screwing yourself for the rest of the game. Unlike hockey, where you get a, you get a major, it's like five minutes. So you have five minutes, you're out, and then you come back in. No big deal. But a red card in a game of soccer, especially if you get it, let's say you got it in the first like 10, 20 minutes, your right. team is down one player for the rest of the game. Yeah. It totally screws you up. So I understand he's 19. I realize that his emotions got the better of him, but a very stupid play. And I'm hoping that Adrian Heath kind of goes to him and says, look, dude, can't do that ever again. you got to keep your emotions in check. So after the game, I saw that uh, Adrian said that he told him there are, you know, depending on the injuries of two or three players, yeah, he may not see time for a while. Oh, so, geez. I mean, he, he's he's treating it pretty seriously, which is good. Good, good yeah. Uh, he's going to learn his lesson, and maybe he won't do it again. The, the biggest issue with that, though, is, right, he's going to miss next game yep. against L.A., and... Oh God! You know we have Ramirez with a hammy. Mm-hmm. We have Denladi with an ankle that wasn't supposed to be serious, and now he's he hasn't even been on the bench for three weeks. Exactly. So we no longer have a forward available. So what are we going to do? I mean, it, my logical response would be to move Quintero to a forward position. Mm-hmm. Um, however, then you have to move. I, I guess you'd have to move Ibarra into the middle. Yeah. And you've opened the right wing, and oh yeah, we don't have yeah, any more right wingers wing because we traded our last one away. <laughs> yep, yeah. So, I mean, France Pangpop played against New York uh, last week. Adrian said that he looks like he's finally acclimating to life in the U.S. Mm-hmm. He was on the bench yesterday. Yeah. So I guess he's going to play right. He's actually left wing. We've talked about that enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, but he's played on the right. <laughs> how many left wingers do we have now, Dave? Well, now we have one. <laughs> <laughs> See, we needed all those left wingers. Yeah. That was the problem. We we had five. We talked about this earlier in the year. It was like we have all these left wingers. We're going to do with them, and now we're down to one. Yeah. See, we need we need we need the depth. I guess it made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would imagine you'll see Quintero up top, Gomez on the left, Ibarra center, Pang up on mm-hmm. the right. And then across the back, it'll be what we I think we saw yeah. yesterday. Unless, of course, Miller left because of an injury. Well, let's but get, we don't know. Let's get into the whole Miller. So they made a trade. Yes, it was. Uh, uh, it was Sam Nicholson, Nicholson. to yep. Colorado for Eric Miller, and some they traded some money back. And yes, forth. Uh, it's like fifty allocation. grand. Or something like that. Yeah. So the big thing about Miller, of course, is he is a Minnesotan. Yeah, he's one of us. In which uh, I, when D- Dave and I were texting back earlier this week when they made the trade, I said, he's one of us, and Minnesota teams are known to get 
the one of us players and make a big deal out of it because they're the you know they're Minnesotans you know and you can cheer right. for your you can cheer for a Minnesota guy now you know I'm not a Minnesotan well you're not a Minnesotan but we all are I mean well Tom's a North Dakotan yeah it's close enough Dave's actually Dave's a, a Vermontan that's right yeah. I'm the only Minnesotan here there isn't anything in Vermont no no it's there's, not there's, there's nothing even the green really. mountains it's a beautiful yeah. state yeah. It's a nice place to visit. Yeah, there's nothing in North Dakota. I mean, I guess you're close to Lake Chicago, Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, a, a four-hour drive to Boston. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. There you go. And then, you know, Tom's from North Dakota, and there's absolutely nothing in North, I mean, Lake Sakakawea, yeah. and that's it. That's where he goes walleye fishing. That's about yeah. it. They have a lot of nuclear uh, silos up in North Dakota. That's what I hear. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I've never seen them. So I'm the only Minnesotan, real Minnesotan here. Yes. I've lived here for 27 years, so I'm I would say, yeah, starting yeah. to consider myself Minnesotan. You are Minnesotan, yeah. You're one of us. I've been but, here. But like I'm saying 13. is that we played, we've done this. Every sports team in Minnesota has done this. He's one of us. We bring him in, and you know, that, that's why we brought him, because he's one of us. Yeah. And we always, like, play it up, you know, because, oh, God, you, know, you can cheer for a Minnesotan, you know, everybody's from Minnesota, and that's what they do around here. Yeah. That's what the Wild got in trouble with, with the, well, bringing Suter and Parisi they needed to, but, of course, it was, hey, they're, they're one of us. You know, we're going to have a great time. Well, it hasn't worked out for him. So is Miller the type of player that we needed, or was it just uh, kind of a wash type of trade? Well, I think we, we needed him. Mm-hmm. We had Birch, who, I mean, wasn't any good to begin with. No. But he, going down with an injury, mm-hmm. uh, meniscus tear, I believe it was. Yes. Uh, and he's out mm-hmm. probably for the season. So then you have Jerry and you have Manley mm-hmm. and you have Mears, who's been out with calf injury for a month now. Yeah, uh, Mears is also thirty four, so maybe that calf muscle will never ever heal. Heal. Yeah, you know it's it's hard to say. So you're really down to two guys. Mm-hmm. You've got Calvo who can play on or actually should play on left. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not in Heath's plans, so you're you're down to your two guys. Mm-hmm. So uh, Miller was definitely necessary uh, from that perspective. I obviously you know, and mm-hmm. and had John been here, mm-hmm. I mean it feels like he should be here. Yes, uh, for as much as we've talked about him, he still hasn't gone here. Well, he's got um, lacrosse. Yes, the kids have lacrosse. Yes, that's true. And I said we don't talk about lacrosse in this program, so <laughs> yeah. that's probably a good point. I'm not blaming. It. Uh, you know, he he got to hear a bunch of my complaining. I'm Scottish by heritage, so mm-hmm. I had a, I had a slight attraction, affinity to Sam Nicholson sure, being sure, from Scotland. Yeah. You know, and I'm one of those guys that likes young talent that yep. is raw talent that mm-hmm. might be something potentially. And it, you know, I think I interacted a lot with supporters of his former team in Scotland, Hearts, mm-hmm. um, right after the signing on through Facebook and Twitter and. Yeah, it, it was interesting to see a lot of fans were upset that he came to the U.S. Yeah, and just hearing what they had to say about him made me really kind of get this feeling that he was something that was mm-hmm. going to turn into something special. So you know, I, I was pretty upset about the trade. You know, I think we gave up a lot, even though we needed Miller's mm-hmm. position. I feel like we gave up more than we needed to. Mm-hmm. I also think that Miller isn't quite as good as some people think he is mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people say 2016 rapids defense was possibly 
the best in the league that year. Yep. One of the best in the past few years. He played 31 of those games. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, yeah, so did Mark Birch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it, so it's like, you know, I just don't think that that's uh, necessarily a, a barometer of his talent. I think yep. the center back play in, in Colorado is, is where the strength is. Mm-hmm. I, I think we put a little bit too much stock in that defense, in that measurement. Yeah. Uh, especially when it, I was looking at this game log from 2016, and it, there were five games that he was not used. Wow. Of those five games, they only allowed a goal apiece, except for one, which was two. So, and so I was like, well... So the defense was more... It was more of a scheme yeah, system possibly, fit yeah. than it was him, which we've seen in other sports. We've seen the exact same thing, where yeah. guys get traded, whatever, because they were great on a defense or an offense that was great, but it was more of a scheme fit than it was the right. actual guy. Yeah, I mean, he was certainly a cog of the wheel, mm-hmm. and it's certainly, I, I don't want to belittle his talent, because obviously he's playing, I'm not. So he's obviously good enough to play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just think that we measure him by the defense that mm-hmm. he's played on, and reality, how much of that was actually him. Yeah, you know, I, I think one thing that really bothered me about that as well is he hasn't played a minute this season. He's been on the bench once, and that was game one. Yeah. Now they they switched their new coach Hudson switched to a three man back, mm-hmm. and he's not necessarily that type of player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's played CB a lot. Yeah. Um, and he, he's played the left a lot, so it's not like he's a very transitional, fluid player. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder, well, why did Hudson think he wasn't good enough to evolve into that system? Sure, sure. I mean, sure. to the point where he wouldn't even put on the bench. Sure, sure. So, I mean, that that tells me maybe there's something more that we don't see. Yeah. Uh, but the reality is he played, you know, eight, I think it was 70, yeah. 77 minutes yesterday. And you were, you were concerned about the whole injury. Yeah, he's had a nagging injury, um, and all of a sudden he goes down, Mm -hmm. and he was subbed immediately after he went down. Yeah. So you would have to think that there might be something there, but we don't know. Like I told you when we were texting back and forth, this is one game. It's his first game with the squad. Right. I'm going to give him a pass if he goes out in the 79th or 78th minute. If it continues to happen, then we have an issue. Then it becomes, well, then why do we trade for him if he's going to go out every game in the 75th minute. Exactly. I mean, why do we do that? Yep. You know? And in reality, I mean, those those 77 minutes, he mm-hmm. was, I mean, you didn't hear anything about him, so mm-hmm. that's a good thing. I mean, he didn't make anything spectacular, but he also didn't do anything. Yeah, he didn't do anything crazy. So, I mean, he's, that's what we needed. We needed a consistent mm-hmm. player on the, on the side, and mm-hmm. I mean, if he does it, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to keep very close eye on Nicholson, because yes. I have a feeling we're going to we're gonna wish that, wish we that he was it. still here. And, you know, and you know this. You've watched soccer for a lot of years. I've watched soccer, and I've watched every other sport there is. Sometimes guys just need a change of venue. And maybe Nicholson needed that change of venue. Maybe he wasn't working in our system here. Right. You know, you don't want to turn out like a David Ortiz situation with the Twins. Right, Tom? Where they trade... Well, they get rid of David Ortiz, he goes to the Red Sox, and then becomes MVP. Hall of Fame player. Hall of Fame player, exactly. Fantastic. You don't want that to happen, but again, you don't know until that guy leaves what he could be. A lot of Twins fans go, we should never have gotten rid of Ortiz. Well, he wasn't going to do it here. Right. He needed to go somewhere else where people were telling him different things, you know, because here they're telling him to hit the ball to left field and all this other crap. No power. In Boston, they said, oh, just swing away. And then he swung away, and guess what? 
that's what happened. Yeah. So you'll so. never know exactly. I mean, Sam Nicholson could go on and be a great player, and maybe he wouldn't bring a great player here because of the system we have. Right. You know. Well, you know, and he might fit into that system a little bit better mm-hmm. uh, with a five-man midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got your wing backs on the edge, and he gets to fit on the left side, but inside. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, that might be just something that he needs. Yeah. Uh, we've seen it here when he gets to play with Miguel Ibarra. He looks a lot better than when mm-hmm. he's just left alone on the outside. Yeah, nothing really going on in the in, mm-hmm. anywhere else. Um, you know, I think it, it'll be interesting. Like I said, I, I I wish him well. I think he will do well. He better not score against us. <laughs> if he does, you're going to be pissed off, aren't you? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I have considered already uh, buying a, a Nicholson Rapids jersey. You're not going to wear that scene. I didn't get that. I won't. <laughs> um, but I, I, I followed the Rapids for four years, so I've, yeah, I've got yeah, the ability to yeah. uh, say, eh, it's, it's nostalgia. I, my concern is how fast Miller is going to kind of gel with everybody else in this team. Yeah. Because you've got to gel quickly in this league. Otherwise, you're going to be benched and, you know, the trade would be then a terrible trade. Right. And in soccer more than, well, I think hockey too, it's all about how you play with the guys who are on on the field with you. I mean, that's the, in soccer, it's a big deal. Right. Because you've got to have communication with those guys. You've got to be able to know when he's going to break you know when he's going to pass. You got to know those things, and you got to know their tendencies to do that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, so if he doesn't mesh in in the next couple of weeks, then we have a problem, right? You know, and it, you know, honestly, our defense hasn't meshed no at all in fourteen months. So yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, <laughs> it, he probably gets a slight pass on that one too. Uh, but at the same time, maybe we just needed that part. Yes. So maybe he can mesh, and it'll work. You know. It, it, but we talked about this the last podcast, and maybe this is true. At what point do we just take stick figures, like scarecrows, and put them up, stick them up on defense, and just stick them there and say, hey, this, this is our defense. This is what's going to happen. You just have to get around these stick figures, and that's that. Uh, because our defense pretty much is that what it is, is that right now. You know, uh, you know uh, we might have to consider that at some point. I mean, our goalies are doing a fantastic job of stopping shots. Yeah. And how much longer can you continue to get that type of production from your goalies before something breaks down? And, and that's exactly a, a solid point because Bobby saved us from a draw mm-hmm. t- uh, today, yesterday. Yesterday. He had, um, in the last 10 minutes, he had – there was one great save he had where I thought for sure – Oh, the one against Brock Shea. Yeah, it was a it was a goal. Phenomenal! And, and he goal. jumped up and week. saved it. And I was like, "This guy is is saving this defense right now." Yeah, because those type of shots shouldn't happen. Right. It, it should. He shouldn't have gotten off a shot like that in the last ten minutes. Right. I mean, Breck Shea was wide open on the left, which I don't know. It's the negative about being at a game. Mm-hmm. You miss things. I don't know who was on the left at that point because Miller had already come out. I couldn't tell. It was um, so jumbled. Yeah, I mean, he was all alone, and it, how they how he managed to be just standing there. His hands were mm-hmm. out like this. Obviously, mm-hmm. no one could see me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, they they pass it to him, mm-hmm. and he curled the most perfect shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it, what's even better is 
Bobby saved it with his his um, left hand. Yep. So he crossed his left hand over, over. his body. Yep. And and managed to pull it off. I mean, it was phenomenal. It should be save of the week. I mean, I, it, at I'm, least. I mean, if it's not, at least the, one of the options. It's sad. I'm a big Shuttlesworth fan. I mean, he's a great guy. It was Manly that came in. Yeah. Okay. So so now was Manly Manly came in on the right or Manly came in on the left? He came in for Miller. When Miller okay. So okay. I wonder if they switched. It if could've. Jerry would have switched back over to the left. Yeah, but See, still, you're in the yeah. last. It does. I mean, right. Is thing. You're in the last ten minutes of a game. Okay. You know they have to score. Right. Nobody should be open at all. I don't care about like schemes at that point. What I care about is you covering a man. You right. know, there is no at that point in the game, there is no scheme. Right. You cover a guy. That's that. And especially when you're down a man, mm-hmm. I mean, there should not be a defend uh, or a opposition open in the defense. No defensive third. I mean, no. You should be back. Yep. To the point where Darwin is the only guy mm-hmm. that is. Anywhere outside of 30 yards from goal. And the thing, especially when you're down a man, you basically, you have a wall. You should yeah. have a wall, and that's that. The only opportunities you're going to have should be from, you know, a point out. There should be yep. nothing that comes into the box. And, it, you know, I think that's one of the things that I like about soccer so much is it doesn't matter how good a team is. Mm-hmm. Those if you're if the team is winning and it's the last like five to ten minutes, mm-hmm. it's like they're the worst team in the world. Yeah, because the other the losing team is just constantly sending balls in. That's right, and it's it, it's like it's like the skill level of the winning team drops three steps because they fall back mm-hmm. to try to organize themselves, and it just opens up the opposition's offense. Yeah. And it's just like a barrage of shots and crosses. And but it must be very similar to hockey then. Um, I mean, hockey, the hockey at the end of the game, yes. Um, hockey's a little different because it's a little faster than soccer is. It's true. With soccer, I think it's more of they have a scheme. I, I think a lot of teams have a, have a scheme where you're at the end of the game and you're up by one. You've got a whole pattern of what you're going to do. Yeah. Whereas I think they really should do just go. You're going to go man to man. We're going to build the wall. You're going to go man to man. Make sure nobody is open. But they don't do that. I think they just kind of you know try to switch yeah, off. Yeah, just kind and, of falls in place. And it falls apart. You yeah. know. I mean, I think I, I kind of wonder also if it's a, if it's a lot like the prevent defense. Yeah, a little where, bit. Where you know it's just kind yeah. of you're not really preventing anything other than a point. And in Tom, in hockey, you can pull the goalie. Yeah. So you're gonna have an you're gonna have an extra man there. In soccer, you can't pull the goal. It'd be cool if you could pull the goalie in soccer, though. Yeah. I mean, think about that. That'd be terrifying. It would be terrifying, wouldn't it be? I mean, yeah. it, I mean, it'd be like so bad. I mean, because your human instinct is to use mm-hmm. your hands. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you're depending on ten or eleven uh, guys mm-hmm. to use their feet yeah, <laughs> to I know. block yeah. the ball from going in the net. Yeah. If you could pull a goalie in, in soccer, think about that for a second. I mean, you'd have all the defenders, whenever they got the ball, they'd be kicking it like super lobs trying to get into that yeah. goal from like half from midfield. Which, speaking of, we got to go back to the Houston game quick. Yeah. The whole reason Ramirez hurt his hamstring mm-hmm. was that shot that he took. Yeah. From, I, it had to have been, what, 45, 50 yeah, yards? Yeah, it was a long ways away. I mean, that thing almost went in. It did. It was really smart play on his part. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, obviously, you're injuring him. Yeah. But that was, a, that was a good, kind of on the same concept of the goal. Yeah. He got a little too... Got a little too far out. Yeah. Got a little ambitious and well, decided to pull himself out. Yeah. 
Well, let's uh, let's take a quick break, get some refills, and then we'll come back and talk about the next game, which is against LA on Wednesday, and then uh, let's talk about some other stuff. So we'll be back in a couple minutes. She probably makes her money almost from back on the Packer game alone. Probably, yeah. I mean, because those tickets aren't cheap. I mean, what are they, like one, one fifty? Well, for us, we could have had them this year. If I, I could have got them. Mm-hmm. They were uh, three fifty a ticket. Cool. For the Packers. For the Packers. Yeah, but the other games, it's like $100 and 150 what, 120 150 Yeah, which isn't bad. It's a lot of money to pay for a game that you might lose. <sighs> Dave's a Packer fan. Sorry. So, LAFC. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's start it up. All right, and we are back. We've got some uh, beverages. Let's talk about the beverages we're drinking because we like to drink Minnesota beer while we're doing this podcast. I am drinking a Rowdy Uncle from Insight Brewing, and it's a Moscow Mule-style ale, which tastes exactly like a Moscow Mule. Dave had one as well. It's fantastic. Moscow Mule. They had... uh, wasn't right. It was uh, something uh, aunt. It was a crazy, crazy aunt, aunt. Yeah. which was a gin and tonic one, which was fantastic as well. Uh, Dave, uh, before this had, well, you had that. Now you're going to have a Bauhaus Wonder Stuff. Dave yes. Stevens bought some Bauhaus Wonder Stuff, which is a great ale, which I enjoy. Um, it's a Bohemian and, Pilsner, actually. Right. Oh, it's a sorry Pilsner. My bad. Uh, and uh, great stuff. And then I also had one from Lupinin up in Big Lake, which is their straight hash homie before this. Uh, and so, and that's fantastic as well. So we will be um, trying to get out to another brewery next podcast, I hope. Uh, we're talking about either Steel Toe or um, there's Alloy up in Coon Rapids we could hit up. There's a couple of them. We'll, we'll talk about that. Omni was very nice. Omni, the person who was our kind of our uh, person we talked to there, she was a soccer fan, so she was cool with us going. And they're great. They were great for us. I think we'll probably go back there a couple times this year. Yeah, I think um, she was actually supporter section. Yeah, she was supporter section. Yeah. yeah. So we'll probably go back there a couple times this year because they were – she was awesome. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was great. And we had some good beers there. And they are uh, Maple Grove Brewery, so they're kind of right in the middle of where Dave and I live. Yeah. Um, today we are again coming from my garage because uh, I've got two kids and they got to stay at home. So uh, my wife has gone in Boston. So the next game we have coming up is against LA, the Galaxy. Um, no. Not the Galaxy? LAFC. LAFC. Sorry, my bad. The new guys. The new guys. Uh, so that's a nine o'clock game on Wednesday. Yeah. And they are, how good are they, Dave? They're really good. Mm. <laughs> 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 They're they're second in the in the West right now. Okay, um, so second in the West, and we are hanging out at fifth, right? Fifth, yep. We're at fifth now. Of course, we have two games in hand on some people. I'm not sure how that happened. Yeah, especially well, when we've had a bye week. But well, the scheduling, the MLS yeah. scheduling is always screwed up. Yeah, uh, L.A. though their defense isn't quite as good as Atlanta's, mm-hmm. but. Vela is spectacular. Uh, he leads the league. No, he's second in the league in goals. Okay. And he's also got, I believe it's three assists on the season already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Urena 
is like the perfect complement to him. Sure. No goals in the season. He's kind of that playmaker guy. Playmaker guy, yep. And, uh, I mean, they're just they're just really good. And Bob Bradley, for as much as I hated him as a U.S. coach, mm-hmm. uh, he knows how to knows how to put a, a club team together. So how did they – how was L.A. built? Was they built like Atlanta, where they used a lot of their money or not, or were they built kind of like we are? I don't know that you'd go as far as saying that they were like Atlanta. Mm-hmm. They're they're on that same that same playing field. Yeah. Play, yeah, exactly. It's it, but yeah, they didn't put out as much money as Atlanta did. Because um, Atlanta put out a lot of allocation money to get yeah. those guys. Those what was it, three guys? I think they got. Yeah. Um, yeah, they they definitely came in ambitious, mm-hmm. but they they're not quite as extreme. Sure. Um, they also were very offensive heavy. And I mean, I guess Atlanta was pretty offensive heavy, mm-hmm. heavy too, but LA definitely has a weakness in their defense. Yes. So I think that might be an opening for us. Mm-hmm. Of course, if we don't have a true forward, uh, that, that might make things a little bit more difficult. Well, and so if their defense is crap and our defense is crap, uh, so we talking about like a what are you talking about ten to nine shootout here? Right, it might be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would venture to guess if we uh, if we lose, it's going to be in the realm of like say four to one. Can we just play? Can they can they make a deal? Like Adrian Heath goes up to the coach of LA and says, "Hey, let's make a deal. We're going to play with no defenders. We're going to take all the defenders off the field. We're just going to play. You know, that's that. We wouldn't have enough players. Well, no, I'm talking about they would. You know, play. You know. What, five on five. Oh, right? I got yeah, you. Like you know a, what I'm saying? Like a 6v6? Yeah, yeah, there you go. I still think they'd whoop our ass. Mm. Well, I, I'm not terribly optimistic about that game. But, you know, the, the stadium is really cool. Yeah. I I tried to convince my wife to let me go out there. To she LA? Let me, yeah. Oh, that's not going to happen. But I am I'm going to D.C. Oh, D.C.? Audie Field opens this year, and she go. let me go to D.C. So. But she will let you go to L.A.? Mm. It's LA's LA. A little crazy out there. Your wife's yeah. like, man, absolutely. No, she actually wants to go to LA. <clears throat> and you have another you have another kid on the way. Well, yes. So you so that's why she was concerned because that's you know I don't want you to go to LA and you know right. Maybe. She's scared that you might just stay out there and become yeah. A, I mean, I'm not going to stay out in DC even no. though I'm going to be out there the month before. The Who kids would do. stay? Out? Who would stay out in DC? Right. There's nothing out there. There's nothing there. Unless you want to be a senator or a congressman. No. No. That would no. Yeah. You'd have to put a gun to my head. <laughs> Yeah, but um, you know, I, I I don't I'm not too optimistic about. So you're telling me that our two game winning streak is going to come to an end on Wednesday? It's potential. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm going to go back to the Major League. What is it Major League One or Two? Where Lou Brown says, "We won one yesterday. That's one. We won another one today. That's two in a row. We win another one. That's called a winning streak. It has happened before, right? I think that was one. Was that one? I think it yeah. was. So you're saying that we're not going to get to three in a row? I, it's not. It's not implausible. Yeah. I mean. Oh, it's happened before. I, I'm a fan, so I'm not going to yeah. be completely. I'm a fan too. I would like it to happen, but you're telling me that LA is a pretty good team, and their record shows they're a pretty and, good team. So I mean. I mean, with that said, they they were held by Dallas, mm-hmm. a one-one draw mm-hmm. last game. You know, I mean, Dallas isn't spectacular. No. Um, they're better than we are, but Vancouver was significantly better than we are, and we. Help them. So yeah, you know, I I don't think it's it's not impossible. I just think with with the new stadium, the being away mm-hmm. at the new stadium, injuries, 
It's yeah, it's red cards. Be, yes, it's going to be difficult. However, we have history mm-hmm. of spoiling teams, very good teams, mm-hmm. stadiums. I mean, we gave Atlanta's first home loss, which was um, surprising. LA, I don't think has lost a home game yet. I don't think they have either. So you know, it's possible. Let's hope. Yeah, I mean, three games would be fantastic. Yeah, I think we've done that once. Mm-hmm. So a winning streak. Up. So we've got the game on Wednesday, and then we have another game coming up on, on well, Saturday. Saturday, and that is San Jose back here. So we fly again. Weird scheduling. Yeah, this is this happened before. Remember, this happened with the Vancouver. I think it was Vancouver and Seattle series. Uh, Portland, Seattle. Portland series. Yeah, sorry. So we fly, we fly out there, and then we come back home to play San Jose. Why don't we just play San Jose in San Jose? Because we already played them to start season. <laughs> exactly right. See, and no one's going to schedule. Yeah. No one's going to schedule a game first week of the season in Minnesota. Why wouldn't you? It's well, not like we have snow. Yeah. Or cold. Yeah. Baseball, baseball does. Yeah, baseball does. Yeah. Baseball does. Yeah. Right? yeah. You went to a game when it was what was it? Twenty degrees outside. Yeah. And the last game I got summer. So, That's yeah. right, man. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I went to a U.S. Costa Rica game and it snowed. I mean, I don't. I, I think their aversion to scheduling yeah. northern games in the beginning of the season is is stupid. I mean, so yeah. it's gonna be cold. Fans are gonna come out to a game regardless. Yeah, and you play. I mean, soccer will play on a snowy field. Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe they're thinking it's Minnesota. Minnesotans aren't actually quite as hardy as they like to make everybody think they we are. are. Though, if this was Green Bay, maybe they'd come out. Oh, to the game. don't give me the whole. Green if it was Bay. Chicago, they'd come out. To uh, the game. Minnesota, Minnesota will still come out for soccer games when it's cold. I mean, That's they the they had a fantastic stadium. Yeah, south south of the Twin Cities, and they go and build that stupid metronome because hey, everybody's too scared of the hey, cold. That was because of uh, stupid politicians back in those days, though. You know, oh, crap. Jeez, man. <laughs> it spilled your beer a little bit there. It right spilled over, all over my computer. Oh, my God. No, that was the Metrodome. Was this, the Metrodome was, at the time, they wanted they needed that because they wanted to have a lot of sports playing. And they wanted downtown. Downtown Minneapolis I, I wanted that. I refuse to believe that. Downtown Minneapolis wanted that. Okay? But we saw, at the end of the Metrodome's life, we saw that people were like, well, this was a stupid idea in the first place. Let's build stadiums for everybody that needs them, and let's just get it done. I, you know, having lived here for, well, I guess technically I lived in Colorado for a few years, but mm-hmm. 13 years, of all the Minnesotans that I've met, I don't think any Minnesotan really likes cold. We all like the cold. We still oh. talk about it a lot. And we were, and we were, of course, we were, you know, being in the Metrodome, we never had to deal with it. Uh, we saw some, we saw some great games in the Metrodome, though. I mean, you have the 87 World Series, 91 World Series. But um, you're not talking about football. Well, football, we, we that, saw that, some, that wasn't a baseball stadium. Well, it was, but to us, it was a baseball stadium. Sure. If we didn't like holes, we'd move to California. That's right. We would. That's right. That's true. And we used to, the, the Metronome was great because back in the day when Dave uh, Stevens and myself and Johnny and Nels were all in high school, we used to have dollar games in the Metronome. Okay? This is when they yep. totally sucked. And we'd spend a dollar for a seat, and we'd be on the third baseline right next to the Twins' bullpen, and we'd talk to guys like Eddie Gordado. 
I mean, where else can you get that type of uh, access to a to a to a player? Right. Dave used to get the uh, gum from Eddie Gordado. Like, hey Eddie, give me some gum, and Eddie Gordado would give him some gum every time. And now he can't do that anymore. So, what year was that? Probably what was that like ninety seven? It would have been ninety nine, ninety eight, ninety eight, ninety seven. Yeah, in college, yeah, in col- first years of college, yeah. Student it was 90s. literally dollar. The dollar for going because there was nobody students. there. There was for nobody students. there. I mean, we had a t- we had a shit team. We had Rich Becker as our center fielder. I think we had Scott Stahoviak as our first. It was t- it was terrible. Is we that had back nobody. In the contraction days. No contraction happened. Well, contraction started to happen right around the time that Tory Hunter and Jock Jones started to come on board, and that's when contraction happened. Um, and that's when Johnny John Drewski, he was in the paper. Remember, he was interviewed by Lavelle E. Neal for the Star Tribune because Johnny was at some twin store buying stuff and talked to Lavelle E. Neal because he was buying all the twin stuff because they were going to go away. Yeah, the days we're talking about is. Literally just the year or two before the contraction talks. Exactly. Or the contraction talks. And contraction. Because of there was 5,000 people. Yeah, there was nobody there. We'd go to games, there'd be like 4,000 people there. I mean, it was, it was, it was stupid. And the, the worst part about it is you were indoors on a nice spring or summer day. Right. And now you look at it and you go to Target Field and you, you say, wow, this is, this is fantastic. I mean, this, you're outdoors. They have numerous bars, restaurants. I mean, the seats are all great. I mean, it, it's a fantastic place. But the Metrodome yeah. was, at the time, was a great idea. But as it went on, but everybody around everybody around America was doing the same thing. I mean, the Astros had the, I mean, the, the Astrodome. Yep. Um, you had the Kingdome in Seattle. Yeah. Everybody was doing that. You yep. know, these multi-sport stadiums. And Toronto had one too. Toronto right? had uh, well, they Sky had Dome. Sky Dome, yeah. um, which is still there. Yeah. Uh, but everybody is doing the exact same thing. But now we have, I think people are more like, hey, every every uh, sport needs a stadium. Could you imagine if the Wills has gotten their way and gotten MLS into oh, U.S. Bank Stadium? I, I mean, think about that for a second. It would been it would been shit. I know that the, I know the blanks got that down in Atlanta. Yeah, but yeah, you know, it's just you don't want soccer in a. Yeah, I I went to Chelsea AC Milan there. Yeah. And it was just like this void of reverberated sound and Well, speaking of that, they're doing they're doing it's uh it's AC Milan versus Spurs. Spurs at US Bank Stadium. Yep. Which I wanna go to, but it's gonna be indoors at US Bank. I don't think yeah. I want to see a soccer game indoors. As, as a Chelsea supporter, I can't go. I can't spend money on a Spurs game. Why? Why can't you? Because it's it's international soccer. It, it doesn't matter if you if you're a fan of a team in London. Yeah, you cannot spend money on another team in London. Nobody would know unless you're they're playing your team. Nobody would know. And I, I, I you know, would know. I yeah, you feel bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> Spurs are shit. <laughs> Whoa! That's, what, that's the way it goes. Wow. Spurs are shit. Oh, okay. I won't go probably because it's indoors and it's at US Bank Stadium. And I love US Bank Stadium for Vikings games, but for a soccer game, I'm just not into yeah. it. You know. And I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it to anyone unless they just wanted to go for the experience of seeing it. Now, when they team. when they did the couple of years ago, they did the one at TCF Bank Stadium, and they did the Loons game afterwards. Well, it wasn't Loons. Yeah. It, it was. What's that? It was. Uh, Dave, do you know who that was? Remember that game we went to? Uh, yeah, it was, was Man it? City. Man City. And, and uh, uh, a Greek, Greek team. A Greek team. It was, uh, I can't remember the name Olympiacos? of Olympiacos? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they played there, and 
that was nice because outdoors, but they almost did not play that game because they didn't like the turf. Oh, sure. They were upset about the whole turf thing. Yeah, Europeans don't like turf. And they don't like that. Well, they put, but they had put grass in the field before, and they said, well, there's too many you know, divots in divots, the grass yeah. or whatever it was. But that was fantastic. I mean, you're seeing two uh, teams from Europe play outdoors, and it was, it was a great time. And then you got to see the Loons play afterwards when they were in the NASL, yeah. you know, which was fun. I just can't go see a, some international teams like indoors. I just can't do it, you know. Yeah. And I'd hope that next year if they come around with the International Cup again, they would play at Allianz Field. They sure. would not play at U.S. Bank. But I also think that the Wilfs have some sort of deal where they get to have so many soccer games at U.S. Bank. I think that was one of the parts of the deal they made with MLS. Yeah, well, you know, in the, the International Cup is all about ticket pro, ticket money. Of course it is. And so you want to play at the stadium that has the most mm-hmm. seats. Mm-hmm. And so U.S. Bank makes sense. It does make sense. But yeah. again, for us hardcore, I'm not really hardcore, but I mean for us big fans of soccer, yeah, I don't want to see an indoor game. I just don't. Yeah. You know, and in, in Europe... They don't have indoor stadiums, no. obviously, because their environment doesn't require it mm-hmm. at all. So well, it's it is what it is. I yeah, I, I'm not a fan of indoor stadiums. No, I, it's it's like I said, I've been to Kansas City Stadium, I've been to Chicago Stadium. Both those stadiums are outdoors. They're Kansas City Stadium is fantastic. Chicago Stadium is in a bad location, and it's not the best stadium in the world. It, um, it would have been nice when it was built, but yeah, yeah, and. Again, Chicago has a problem because they are in a really bad part of Chicago. Right. The fact that you get on the you get on the tram, you take the tram all the way down, right, or the L as they call it. Yeah. And then they get off the L and they have buses out there that bus you to the stadium because okay. they don't want you walking through that area. That tells me that's a bad area to be in. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's right by Midway Airport. Yeah. And it's it's not a good place to be. Whereas Allianz Stadium is going to be right in the middle of St. Paul and, well, it's more in St. Paul than Minneapolis, but it's yeah. right there in the middle. Yep. And it's right off of uh, 94. It's in a great location. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on around there. You don't have to worry about safety going to a game there. You know? Hopefully not. It's going to be, uh, you shouldn't have to. It's not like it's, it's not North Minneapolis, dude. Or the I mean, wayside of Chicago. Well, exactly right. <laughs> I mean, so you have to, it's going to be a great location. KC, again, is in a location that's not, crime ridden but it's outside of kansas city by about 30 minutes right so i mean it's not a great it's it's okay but it's not a great location allianz field is going to be in a great location i mean for soccer fans here in minneapolis yeah we we talked about this i think last episode right yeah and uh i think i mentioned it when john and i went down there for Mm -hmm. game last season we uh decided to go downtown because i'm a jurassic park fan yeah, and the the field museum had the Jurassic World exhi- sure. exhibition, so I forced John to go with me. Of course he did, and uh, he went willingly. Oh, I'm sure he did. Uh, <laughs> and it, we had to get to, so we were at the hotels that are at Midway. <laughs> yeah, even though they're not really at Midway, they're like no. a mile and a half. Yeah, away. and it, we missed the bus to go to the to the um, airport. Yeah, so we walked there. Yeah, and it, I rarely feel uncomfortable. Yeah. In walking anywhere. But walking through that area of Chicago, oh. No, it's, it's not. Kinda, it's I mean, not everything's spot. run down and no, yeah. the sidewalks are shitty. And mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, you've got six lanes of traffic. 
mm-hmm. flying at 45, 50 miles an hour. Yeah. And they're literally like right there. You yeah. Know I mean, yeah. the, you step off the sidewalk yeah. and you get plowed over by 10 cars. And it, I mean, I, it, it's just a bad, it's, it's a bad area. I've it never, really I've never felt more like unsafe than the bus ride to, from the, the last L to the stadium. I just, for me, it was like, if you're going to put buses out here, that means that they didn't want you walking, and that's just a bad deal for me. Yeah. You know? And the stadium is in the middle, it's in the middle of nowhere. I mean, yeah. It just really is. So what the, what the United are doing right now, I mean, that's a fantastic spot to be in. I agree. Yeah. So we talked about a lot of stuff in this podcast. Um, anything else you want to bring up, Dave? Any kind of uh, uh So things? the MLS app. Oh, yeah, so we're bringing that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Major League Soccer changed their app mm-hmm. uh, just this week. And it's the shittiest thing ever. You guys got to change it back. Mm-hmm. I mean, who creates an app that's for tracking sports that doesn't have a box score? It's. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, yeah. you, and then on top of that, it's, it's super cumbersome. Like, if I go to it right now mm-hmm. and open it up, it takes... Okay, it right there. It finally loaded, mm-hmm. and it, then it gives me this home screen that you know has Minnesota up on top. Mm-hmm. The news that's on the home screen is really kind of dumb. It's not even there's an instant analysis of Red Bulls win. Yeah, completely irrelevant to anything I want to see. Oh, there is a take tour inside of Minnesota's Allianz Field. Wow, 50% done. But other than that, it's just like, what What the hell are you doing? And you click on the Minnesota tab, and it's all news. Mm-hmm. So then you have to go, I don't even know. What the hell it's do you terrible do? App. Yeah, it's just a bad app. So let me, I mean, because Dave Stevens is here, and Dave Stevens does, you have the MLB app, don't you, Dave? I do, yeah. So compare the MLB app to the MLS app. I mean, is it like... The MLB app is better than the MLS app or not? Uh, night and day. Night and day. I okay. use the MLB app all the time. I okay. love it. I, I, it's just unbelievable. Whereas yeah. I'm actually just trying to use the MLS app just right now as, as Dave's talking about it. Yeah. And it literally froze on me. Yeah. Oh, really did it really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and the MLB app, do they, Dave, do they still MLB app, do they still have the thing where if you go to a different stadium, you get like a free... It's a check-in. That's a separate app. But a they, check-in, they but they do have something like that. Like that. Yeah. yeah. You talk about a box score. It, that's the first thing I see. Yeah. I can see. Oh, what's the score? What's exactly. The score? Yeah. But yeah, the MLS couldn't be more difficult. I mean, what? I mean, MLS app before this was there an update now that they did that screwed everything up or what? Well, I mean, they literally just changed the entire layout. Okay. So, and I think this was Thursday that they did it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was even Friday. For whatever reason, they decided they needed a redesign. Um, well, it sucks then. And I'm trying to see if there, there's no active games right now. And this is what, I mean, the funny thing is, like, MLS app should be the one everybody goes to to look at scores and whatever. Because ESPN, ESPN sucks at soccer And they coverage. hate Major League Soccer. And they hate Major League Soccer anyway. So nobody's going to ESPN for Major League Soccer. So MLS should have a great app that does... Everything that ESPN doesn't do, and if you screw the app up, you're gonna piss off off the fans. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's funny because if you want scores, you have to touch down on the bottom. Mm-hmm. If you want your team, you touch up at the top. Mm-hmm. And then when it gets to the home screen of the team, yeah, it's just news. So mm-hmm. then you have to 
touch down at the bottom to get scores, and it immediately goes to all scores. So then you have to reselect your own team (sighs) to get your team scores. And you have to select the game, the past game, to actually get all stat. uh, Why why do we... Why do why do companies do this shit? Why do they try to make things better and they make things worse? Yeah, no, no. I mean, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Yeah, they, I mean, they screwed up on it. So they screwed up on it. So there's probably going to be another update that unscrews everything they did. Potentially, if they care. If they care. Yeah. Does I know. I does MLS care enough about us on uh, doing the apps? <laughs> does they give a shit? I doubt it. Because you don't have to pay for the app, right? No, it's free. Yeah. Uh, so they don't care. They don't give a shit. I, I saw one person. In fact, I think it was Jamie Watson. Mm. I think on Twitter who said that they should bring back the box score. Jamie Watson, the uh, sideline reporter for the United. I could be wrong about that. I apologize if I am, but I think it was. It was. It was last night. Jamie. Jamie played for us in the NASL, right? Yes. Yes, I remember that. And he still shows his moves every now and then. In fact, I'll, he's a young enough guy. He makes highlight. He makes major league soccer highlights. What? Because he randomly, I think at least twice, yeah. maybe three times this year, has had a ball come at him on the yeah. sideline, yeah. and he manages to like he could, jockey it. And how old do you think he is? Like, is he like thirty? He can't be older than like thirty, can he be? I don't know. He's younger than I am. He could still play. Well, he's younger than all of us. He could still play. He probably could. Could he play defense? He's like 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> okay, but even better than anybody else we have? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No offense to Jamie. But he's 5'5", five, five, really? No, he's he's super short. Really? I, I never realized how short he was. He's shorter um, than me? Like he he stands next to Adrian Heath, and he's shorter than him. Really? He's age, shorter than Adrian? Well, I suppose. I mean, I don't know. 5'5 five, five is an exaggeration, but yeah. he's not he's not mm. a tall guy. He's got, got the hair thing going, though. Yeah, he's got the good. I actually, I actually cut my hair to be more like, like, more like Jamie Watson. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Are you gonna try out for the sideline portership next year? No, 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 no one no. wants to hear me talk. <laughs> well, Please. people do because they do download <laughs> well, the podcast. I maybe mean, they're, they're some probably people listening like to, to hear you. you t- they're probably. I don't think they listen to me as much as they listen to you. You're more the insight guy. I'm just here to kind of keep things rolling along and rant about stupid shit. I mean, I rant a lot. Maybe it's you not do stupid rant. shit, but I rant. You rant. You you tried. You were trying to rant yesterday about the Miller situation, I and I kind of shut you down a little bit. I was like, I, "Yeah, come on, give him give him one one game." I, I'm trying to stay very silent about Miller because I know that I'm very biased right now. Yeah. Well, you you kind of got that thing where you kind of you kind of go over the cliff on some things, and I kind of say I kind of try to bring you back and say, "Oh, I let's always. just let's just give it one more game and decide." Kind of like kind of like the process of the United. Let's try to let's let's let it play out a little bit before we go over yeah. the cliff. Okay, yeah, we we were over the cliff like. Let's let's, let's go. <laughs> no, no. Let's just let's let it play out a little bit, and then we'll go over the cliff together. That's what yeah. We'll I, that's that's how I roll. Mm-hmm. That's how I roll. We'll go over the cliff together like Selma and Louise. We'll, we'll hold hands in the convertible, going over the cliff. Like that was too far. Right. I'm sorry. That's that's way too that was, far. That was probably. Yeah, and people probably listening probably don't even know what Selma and Louise is. So. Well, Tom does because he's old enough. Really? I mean, do you really think that there are people that don't know Thelma Louise? I mean, unless they're under twenty. No, it's got to be. You gotta be un- no under thirty or you think thirty-five. So? Yeah, Thelma Louise is a long time ago. I watched Tin Cup yesterday. Thought it was great. Yeah, he watched Tin Cup. Yeah, it is pretty good. That's a good movie. But Thelma Louise is that's old. That's old school. It is. 
I'm going back in time here. Hmm. I mean, I brought up Jordan and Pippen, and I got a feeling that most people under the age of 30 don't know what Jordan and Pippen did. Well, they, they'll know Jordan because of the shoe. Well, they know they Jordan. They won't have any idea who Pippen is. The Pippen. They don't know who Pippen is. Yeah. And when I was bringing up, you know, in the past podcast about Schuler, and the, which we didn't bring up today because Schuler's actually been pretty yeah, decent. Yeah, speaking of which, he's been pretty he's decent, been right? He's been pretty decent. He hasn't done right, any wild right. Zerbiacs. You've, you've been his, like, biggest enemy. Well, I'm telling you, and we'll say it again, it's, you know, Tom knows about Wally Zerbiak, don't you, Tom? Oh, and perfect. Dave Stevens knows about Wally Zerbiak. Remember when Wally Zerbiak, he'd go drive in the lane and he'd bounce the ball super high and then he'd give it the ball. That's exactly what Schuler was doing in a couple games and young people wouldn't even realize that's what Wally, but Wally Zerbiak used to do the exact same thing. And I always get pissed off about it because I'm like, you don't go in the lane. You stay outside and shoot the ball. That's what you do. And Schuler, the same way. You don't dribble the ball. You get the ball. You make one move and you pass it. That's all you got to do. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Don't dribble. Try to dribble past anybody. But you admit he's been pretty solid. He has. Maybe he listened to the podcast and heard me talk about Wally Zerbeck. He's like, I don't want to be like Wally yeah. Zerbeck. If he knows who Wally Zerbeck is. Honestly, I barely even knew who Wally Zerbeck was. Oh, well, because you're not a Minnesota yeah. sports fan. We know who Wally Zerbeck is. Dave and I and our buddy Johnny and Nels, we used to go to bad Wolves games back in the day, and we used to watch shit competition, let me tell you. <laughs> There was a guy by the name of Stojko Vrankovic, who was a oh, center. Stojko was a center, and there was one game. I will not forget this game ever. He was inbounding the ball. Before he inbounded the ball, he stepped out, his foot out onto the court, and then stepped it back and tried to pass it. Like, no, that's a turnover. I was like, how can you, how can you do that? It's the stupidest shit ever. I mean, how does that work? <laughs> I mean, what, what is, you play basketball professionally for a living, you know. Yeah, that's something you learn pretty early on in life. And I will say on this podcast, so people, 50 people can hear this, Dave and I started the Shane Heal uh, Shoot It um, at the Target Center. So back in the bad days of the Timberwolves, we'd be down by like 20 points in the fourth quarter, and they bring in Shane Heal, who was an Australian guard who was known for shooting three-pointers. Sure. So he'd bring the ball up, and after he got at past half court, Dave and I would start yelling, shoot it, just because it's just shoot a three. And then so the whole stadium started doing it. So then after a couple games, everybody in the stadium was doing the exact same thing we were doing. Johnny doesn't believe it. Johnny Drisky does not believe that me and Dave started it. We started that. Dave, we started the whole thing, didn't we? We did. We, we did. started that. We did. That's yeah. a pretty deep reference. I don't know yeah. how many of your listeners are going to recognize I'd Probably Shane not a lot. Heel, probably not a lot. But, but we did start but we that. Did start we started for that. the record. I'm very proud of that fact. Hmm. I've been to a total of maybe six Timberwolves games. Mm. Uh, and all of them came during the Garnett era, pre two thousand. So you were there like pre Garnett, or you were there during the Garnett era then? Yeah, yeah. And the only reason I came to them was because I got to see Jordan. Yep. I got to see Shaq and Hardaway. I got to see Ewing and Johnson. Mm-hmm. And the the like of the Knicks. That's the only reason I always came. I always went to the games for whoever they were playing. The first game I ever went to of the Timberwolves was in their second. It was their first season at Target Center, and I got to see Reggie Miller play. Oh, nice. And from then on, I was a, bat, a Timberwolves fan. I mean, I was like, "This is, I love basketball." I mean, I will. I, I could watch basketball all the time. Nowadays, it's kind of, I don't know. I can't watch. I can't watch the Timberwolves. I couldn't watch Timberwolves this year. I was just so disappointed in some of their play, but. I was yeah. trying to get into the Timberwolves this year. Yeah. I figured, I mean, I'll never be a Vikings fan. Well, if you're a Packers and, 
I mean, I grew up watching the Twins mm-hmm. because I was closer to Minnesota. Yeah. I was still a Brewers fan, still I'm a Brewers fan, but they're in a different league now, so it's different. it's easier to Yeah. There's be that, a fan you know, of both. The cra- cra- uh, crappy thing about the whole Brewers switching leagues is the fact that the Twins rivalry with them is kind of like not mm-hmm. as bad as it was back in the in right, the 80s. Yeah. I mean, Tom, you know, the Twins and Brewers back in the 80s huge. was a huge rivalry. Huge. I mean, huge rivalry. You um, know, and speaking of which, the, so the the Minnesota United game, <coughs> Minnesota United Twins game, mm-hmm. is the, the 20th, right? 21st? Yes. Uh, 21st, I think. Okay. Uh, that weekend mm-hmm. is the Brewers series. Oh, here? Yeah. Nice. And I think it's Saturday night. Is They're giving out free T-shirts. It's a border battle T-shirt. Well, I know that um, super classic. The twin, the Twins game, the United Twins game. If you get the special ticket, you get a scarf. Yeah, which is a Twins slash United, which is a cool scarf to get. Yeah, and which reminds me, I think I have to. We have to talk about that game because I think that's Saturday the nineteenth. I think so. That's Johnny's engagement party. Oh, for Pete's oh, that's sakes. right. Son of a uh, beast. No, the, no, the the United game is Monday. Oh, is it? Okay. Is it 21st? Yeah. Oh, 21st. Is it Monday? Uh, good, yeah. good, 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 good. I can't go to the Saturday game for the Brewers. You can't because Johnny's got his engagement party. Damn it. I'm glad. Were you, you were invited, huh? Yes. Oh, where? Yeah. Oh. I, I have not RSVP'd. We haven't RSVP'd. <laughs> no, I haven't. Yeah. That's actually. No, we're all reminds gonna, me, actually. That we're, all, we're all going to go. Johnny, our friend Johnny got engaged a couple months ago. Getting married to a very. Someone very way better than he is. Yeah, she. Agreed. Yeah, she's very much better than he is. Let me tell yeah. you, he he outkicked his coverage on this one. I'll yeah. tell you that much. Um, but uh, and if he wants to come on this podcast and uh, and chew me out for that, he can. He's been offered the chance numerous times. Yeah, yeah. And he just never shows up because he's got lacrosse and stuff. And uh, yeah, he comes up with the most boring excuses. He does. And he lives in South St. Paul now. So I mean, it's like not that much far. He used to live in Rosemont, but now it's it's closer, so he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna chide him anymore for not coming, but I'm telling him he needs to come on this podcast so we can talk about Germany. Right. <laughs> he likes Germany. We he's we've already ger- well, he's half German. That. That's the deal. He'll always love Germany. That's the way it works. So guess what? And so, Dave, we have the World Cup coming up this year. Yes. And guess who's not in it? The United States is not in it. Nope. Italy's not in it. My team, Italy's not in it. Germany is. So guess what? This summer, I'm going to be hearing about how good Germany is all flipping summer. Yeah. I was thinking of picking somebody in their group to to cheer for. You should. But I think they're in the same group as Mexico, aren't they? Are they? And I I can't cheer for Mexico. No, I can't. Dave? Nothing against Mexico. Stevens used to cheer for Mexico. Who was I mean, that goalie you before loved? Before I was a USA fan. Which is Who was that goalie you loved? Who was it? Campos? Campos, yeah. He loved yeah. that Campos kid. That's I can't. Guys. I can't cheer for anybody other than the United States or Italy. That's just the deal. I just can't do it. Netherlands? Oh, they're not in it. They're not in it. Yeah, they're not in it. If Finland was in it, yeah, Finland would be great because I'm also Finnish. They're not in it. Norwegian? That, Norway? They're not in it. We can't even do that. I have Swiss heritage, so that's my team. This there you go. They haven't been in it in years. But we, I think we talked about this on a podcast earlier. Do you think, do you, do you still think that uh, viewership will be up or down in the United States because they're not in it? Yeah, I don't think it'll change. You don't think so? No. 
I get a, I get this feeling there was going to be down this year. I mean, in the United if, States. if it's down, it's just because of the scheduling. Well, Tom's Tom's not watching it. Well, for the World Cup, the last time, <clears throat> I worked part time at a golf course. Yeah. And whenever I was there, the U.S. game was on. Mm-hmm. It was on. It wasn't the U.S. game. It was, it was off. It was yeah. Off. So maybe you know, might have lower viewership this time because the U.S. is on. <clears throat> I mean, it might be. I don't know. Who do you think is going to win this year? I mean, Germany. I was just going to say, might as well just say Germany. Well, you think Germany's going to win? No, because they'd repeat, right? Yeah. Who else is going to win? Well, I don't know. It would be a repeat. Who's repeat? How many times has the World Cup been repeated? I don't know. We have to look that I mean, up. Like, I mean, back like back to back, sorry. You need to look repeat. it up, but I mean, it's... The thing I, is, I don't want Germany to win because of the fact they're tied with Italy for World Cup titles. I'd like to see Germany not make it out of the group. Wouldn't not, that be a shock? Well, I mean, I I don't pers- I mean, I'm I have some German heritage too. I don't yeah, yeah. have anything against the Germans. Yeah, post or pre 1938, but um, <laughs> it, you know, I don't. It would be a shock to have a team like Germany not even get out of the group. It make for an interesting uh, storyline. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if Brazil like finished third in the group? That'd be an interesting storyline yeah. too. I mean, what do you got? You have, okay, so this, this year you got Brazil, Germany, who else? Uh, England. England. Yeah, I mean, all, everybody France, major in Europe, aside from Netherlands and Italy. Portugal. Yeah, and Russia uh, will be there, obviously. Russia will be there, obviously. Default. But Russia's going to get their asses kicked. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it is. They don't play good soccer in Russia. You know, I, one thing's for certain, since the U.S. isn't in it, yeah. I haven't paid that close attention to... No, and I don't think, like I said, I don't think a lot of people in the United States have yeah. because they're not in it. And there's, it's not coming up ESPN, you know, nobody gives a shit. It's true. It's, the coverage has been a lot. The coverage has been terrible. Lower. Yeah. Yeah. It's to round out that list, it would be yeah. Spain, France, and Argentina. Okay. As All the right. top five favorites. Okay. All right. So Spain, I, France, Argentina. Okay. I can see Belgium winning it. On paper, Belgium. they're a phenomenal mm. team. Mm. On paper. Yeah, but the World Cup is such a crapshoot. I mean, it's yeah. it's like you gotta get out of your you gotta get out of your 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 round there. You gotta get the first uh, the the pod or whatever it's called the uh, the group. Yeah, the group. You get out of that, and then it's pretty much single elimination. I mean, anything can happen. It's kind of like the NCAA tournament in basketball. Anything can happen, you know. And we've seen that. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm I'm excited to cheer for Switzerland because mm-hmm. I mean they've never really. They haven't been in it for a while. Sure. They don't have any. Well, I shouldn't say they don't have any big names, but yeah, their roster's not super. So players. After this one, we got four years, and we're in. Where, where are we playing in four? It's uh, Qatar. 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 Which is going to be a shit show. Yeah, I'm just telling you, hey, it's, Qatar is going to be a terrible thing. And that's um, the uh, that's the Winter World Cup. So because they've rescheduled. That's right. So Dave Stevens handed us the the odds, Bavada odds. Germany is Germany and Brazil are the favorites. Spain is next. France, Argentina, Belgium, England, Portugal, Uruguay, Croatia, Colombia, Russia. Russia's going off at uh, plus four thousand. I mean that's not bad. Switzerland is at. <laughs> See, look at that. Plus ten thousand. Plus ten. Put some money on that shit then. I don't know how Russia's so far up though. 
I don't get that. I don't. Russia's. It's the whole country. Yeah, but even South South Africa did pretty well in South Africa. Yeah, but what's. Well, I guess there is some concerns about uh, Russian, uh, you know, how they're going to deal with. The, well, yeah, half of England's fans aren't even allowed because <laughs> exactly got that political row. Of the, <laughs> the fact that we're playing a, we're playing a World Cup in Russia, yeah. and then Qatar after this, it's like, come on, really? Are yeah. all the athletes going to be checked for doping? Well, they should be. The Russians yeah. dope. Yeah, not all, not all the Russians dope. I'm sorry, not all of them do. <laughs> yes, let's clarify that. Yeah, you never when know. When we say that, we don't mean generally. Putin, Putin could be listening to this podcast <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> I want to say all the Russians can dope. Okay, that's true. If I put if I put Russia yeah. in the uh, mm-hmm. in the description mm-hmm. of the tagline, mm-hmm. guarantee he could listen. The to Kremlin's it. gonna be listening to it. He could call us up. He'd be on the one to be on the podcast. Yeah, Russians do not dope. Yes. Well, I watched. Hey, I watched Rocky Four. Okay, that Russian that Russian doped. Good point. Yeah, he doped. I never really thought about that. They sh- in the training montage, they showed the needles going into him. He yeah. doped up. Yeah. I don't understand why they didn't test the, the guy. Well, it, was, it, was, it was the Soviet Union. The yeah, but they should have tested him. They should have tested him. They tested everybody else. But it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't a real boxing match, though. It was an exhibition. Yeah, right. So they wouldn't test them anyways. But he was doped up. That was a good movie. That was a great movie. Yeah, the soundtrack from that movie was fantastic too. Yeah, yeah. Can never get enough of "Eye of the Tiger." Dude, I, that was when I ran cross country. That was our song, "Eye of the Tiger." You know, played every time we ran, man. Good times. Um, God, do we have any more soccer stuff to talk about? I don't think so. I think we're good. We've actually, man. done a really good job. Yeah, we have. Uh, one thing. Mm-hmm. I thought this was interesting. The that same article of. Uh, with McGuire, mm-hmm. uh, they, they mentioned how somebody walked past him on the aisle, mm-hmm. and he shook his head, mm-hmm. and he made a comment of how, "Look, soccer is forty-five minute halves. Mm-hmm. You would think people could concentrate and just stay in their seat." Mm-hmm. I loved it because, you know, I so I was with a a friend and his mm-hmm. his daughter, and I I can't think how old his daughter is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not even going to give a guess. Um, I should know this because we've been friends since high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was funny because he he spent like maybe 30 minutes now yeah. in his seat because his daughter wanted to get up and walk around. Sure. And it so then I read that article and I was like, that's funny because that's probably mm-hmm. exactly what he's what he's mm-hmm. talking about. I mean, I have no problem sitting in my seat for 45. No, minutes. and the thing is, like, so. Whenever we've gone to a game, we drink beforehand. We at least get a beer or two before the game starts. And then around halftime, we'll grab another beer. And then we're pretty much in our seats for the rest of the game. Yeah. And that's just the way it works. 45-minute halves is nothing yeah. compared to uh, NHL, NBA, NFL, MLB. I mean, that's, that's nothing. My wife's all. My wife is funny because she always asks me like, "You watching the game?" And I'm like, "Well, it's gonna be. It's for. It's ninety minute game." She's like, "So you're gonna be done ninety minutes?" I said, "Well, probably. It's a two. It's two gonna be two hours. That's what it's gonna be. You know, pregame and postgame, whatever." She's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Every time else you go to other games, this could be. You know, it could be two hours. It could be three hours. Like, but MLS that's very strict about their timing. Yeah. That is what it is." 
I mean, you it, know? really, you can say it's it's forty five. Just add on five mm-hmm. for first half. Then you got fifteen minute half, mm-hmm. and then you got forty five. Just add five minutes for the stoppage time. And there's no. And that's it. Then there's no commercial breaks in that forty-five minutes. Yeah, there's not. They don't like hold the ball and say, "Oh, we had to take a commercial break." That's that. Yeah, you know. Except yesterday they did have a water break. They had a water break yesterday. Yeah, was it that hot yesterday? No, I don't. I didn't think so. I mean, maybe it was down in the field. A water break. But I mean, or what is this like? Is this kids soccer? Water break? I, well, they did it last year too. Really? Yeah. Too many crashes. But the. The time last year that I remember it happening, it was like it was in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that made sense, but it it was maybe. No, wait, no. My friend said it was eighty-one. Okay, all right. I mean, yeah, you're sitting out there. Obviously, you can see by my arms it was sunny. You got a little sun today or yesterday, but uh, it wasn't hot. Yeah. Obviously, they're running around. I'm sitting on my ass, drinking beer. Yeah. I was going to say, with all the ground-up, like, rubber tires on that pitch, it, it is <laughs> yeah, hot. It's yeah. hot the down The field there. temperature, the pitch temperature, I'm sure it is, hotter. yeah. But, again, it's... I, I just think it, it must be a new thing, isn't it? Because I've gone to games in Chicago. It's got to be a new thing. In Colorado during the summer, and they've never had water It's got to be a new thing, because, I mean, it, water breaks, come on. Yeah. They, I think it was at least four years ago, if not yeah. longer, that it was a FIFA thing in the World Cup, I think, that I want to say they started the water breaks. Water breaks, yeah. yeah. In the South Africa one? It, yes, yeah. I believe yeah. it was. Yeah. And that must be, I mean, even with that, though, you know a game's only going to last upwards of two hours. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's the great thing about soccer is when they start a game at 1 o'clock, you know by 3 o'clock that you're done with that game. Right. That's the way it works. With baseball, they start a game at 1 o'clock. It could go till 5 o'clock. Yeah. You don't know. Football, it could start at noon. It could go till 4 o'clock. You don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Soccer is one of those games where you know when it's going to be done, which is nice. It is. Mm-hmm. It makes it, I think it makes it a family friendly. It does, yeah. Because yeah. parents are able to judge better when if they should bring the kids. I'm not bringing my kids ever. Yeah. Never. They'd want too much. They'd want, they'd want to buy too much stuff, foods, beverages. Oh, yeah. I, you know, they'd want, to buy, they'd want to buy scarves that they never wear. They, that's the way it is. They want to buy everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure my wife doesn't want our current child or our yeah. next one yeah. to be a soccer fan because yeah. she already has to do with scarves laying all over the place. Yeah, your, wife, your wife's I mean, got to be pretty... Pretty forgiving of all the soccer stuff you do. Yeah, I mean, I, my wife is very forgiving of all the sports stuff that I deal with. You know, yeah, but she yeah. understands it because you know I got to deal with my father-in-law, who's a big sports fan, <laughs> and he has he has no boys in his family, so he deals with me all the time. Mm-hmm. That's the way it works. It's mm-hmm. luck of the draw. You know, the first yeah. time I ever met my father-in-law, he wanted to shoot me because I was dating his daughter. Then he found out I was a sports fan. And he was like, "Oh my god, I I love you," and it's been you know it's been uh, almost twenty years now, and uh, you know still wants to shoot you, but no, he, he just doesn't. doesn't tell no, you he doesn't thing. want to shoot me. You know, just wound him now. Wound me, yeah, exactly yeah. right. Because we're big, you know, it's sports. He didn't get to talk about sports before, you know. I suppose that's the problem with me. It's like I got two girls. You're gonna. Well, have, that's true. You, you I got two girls. Situation. I'm not gonna have to talk about sports with anybody, and uh, you're gonna have you're gonna find out what you're gonna have. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to say that I'm not going to lie. I'm hoping it's a boy. Yeah, I did the same thing with the second one. And uh, 
I was I was disappointed for a while, and then I'm like, it's okay, because Nora's kind of like my little boy anyway. She likes video games and soccer, so I'm good with that, you know. And she likes, and she likes Marvel movies. She loves the Avengers, so I'm like, that's cool with me, you know. You know? Yeah, that's pretty good. So if you do have a girl, you just have to plant that seed of soccer and sports early, right? Get her away from your wife a little bit, and then uh, play with that. Well, you know, with Liesel, I I did. The moment that she could even like stand, yeah, I have a, I have a trick ball. I guess they are size mm-hmm. ones of a Chelsea, and I was like trying to get her to. I was mm-hmm. like, you go like this, you go like this, mm-hmm. trying to teach her how to kick it. Mm-hmm. She's actually a pretty good kicker. Oh, good, but she's a lot better at throwing. Oh. I think she'll be a softball player. Oh, good, yeah. good for you. Because that that girl can at two years she can mm-hmm. throw. Impressive. See, I had I have a, I have a problem because my my ten year old Lauren, she wanted to play soccer last year, so I said, okay, we can play soccer, and she's scared of the ball. And my six year old Nora plays soccer, and she gets in there with all the boys and kicks it and blah, 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 just getting all over it. I'm like, it's great. So this year it came to what what sport you guys want to play? And Nora's like, I want to play soccer. Again. I'm like, well, you can play soccer. Lauren's like, I don't play soccer. I'm like, you're not playing soccer because you're scared of the ball. I'm not spending sixty bucks to watch you uh, do Olay. Half the game. So let's do something else. You're not a soccer player. Okay, let's just get that out of the way right now. Let's just let's close that door and go somewhere. You're an artistic person. You can do artistic stuff. You know, Nora, on the other hand, I'm like, yeah, you keep being a brute and do your whole soccer thing. That's fine. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and if you have another girl, you know, you want to kind of kind of get, you know, get her into that right away. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll sulk for like six months and then I'll. Not six. You can't. No, six months is too long. No, not your wife will be mad. Your wife will be mad. Just sulk for like a day or two, and then just realize day or two, and just realize you have two girls. How about a week? No, you can't do that because I'm telling you, I I wanted Nora to be a boy. I sulk for like two days, and then I was like, okay, she's a girl. That's that's that is what it is, and I'm not having another one. So that's that's that. You just can't do that. Probably, I could probably pull it off. And your wife's gonna be excited because she'll have two girls. Right. My wife is very excited about having two girls. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll we'll be even because we have a male cat, and male dog. Yeah. Be I try I you know, I try that too because my dog is a male. It never works out though. It's you can't, you know, it's great, but no. Yeah. I'm going to Wisconsin Dells in a couple in six weeks, I think. Nice. So it's me and my girls, my wife, and then my sister in law Jamie and her kid, uh, Gabby, another female. We, so we I was met her on the last podcast. Yeah, we met her on the last podcast. I'm already outnumbered, right? So then she invited her friend Kelly and her daughter. So now I'm very outnumbered. I buy I'm the only guy. Yeah, that's pretty bad. In the room, <laughs> I'm like, can I bring the dog along? Can I bring Draco along? They don't allow dogs. I'm like, so I'm pretty much screwed during that weekend. I grew up with four girls and two female cats. So. Well, that's wow. why you are what you are. That's right. And then you got lucky because you had three girls. That's you right. had twin girls and then Kelly. Yeah, yeah, Kelly before the twin girls, but you know, you're yeah, you're you're in bad shape. Bad. In bad shape. I'm surprised you lasted this long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 glad I could be your salvation the That's last right. twenty years. <laughs> hmm. So I think we're done talking about soccer and everything else. Yeah, probably. Um this has been the Lunacy Podcast. I'm Tony. This is Dave. Uh, I appreciate Dave Stevens being here. 
my father-in-law, Tom. Uh, you guys have anything else to say? Tom? Not particularly. It was, All right. It was interesting. Oh, well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. He's not a soccer fan. Dave Stevens? No, I'm happy to be here. Oh, one more thing, one more thing. Uh, yeah. Champions League final. We can okay. tease it for next week maybe, but what mm-hmm. do we think of the matchup? I'm happy to have an English team in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Scousers of Liverpool. Yeah. I don't know. I really, 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 really don't like Real Madrid. So, yeah. It's probably Liverpool. All right. All right. So I mean, it, you, yeah, England hasn't won it for a while. Yeah. In fact, Chelsea, Chelsea was the last yeah. one. Yeah. One. In what? That was 2012? 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Liverpool. Yeah. Liverpool. I'd do that. All right. Get up. All right. So that's about it from here. Thanks for listening, guys. And we will see you in two weeks. All right. See ya. to Sprint and get our best unlimited deal ever. Four lines of unlimited for just $100 a month. Plus, we're including four amazing iPhone 11s on us when you trade an iPhone 6s or newer in any condition. Visit Sprint.com, call 800-SPRINT-1, or come see us in our stores. Phone after 2917 per month credit for 18 months credit. Apply within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Requires new account. Unlimited basic after 73121. Pay $35 per month for line with AutoPay. Date 80 prioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available ever. Excludes taxis, fees, and roaming speed. Maximums use rules. $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Switch to Sprint and get our best unlimited deal ever. Four lines of unlimited for just $100 a month. Plus, we're including four amazing iPhone 11s on us when you trade an iPhone 6s or newer in any condition. Visit Sprint.com, call 800-SPRINT-1, or come see us in our stores. Phone after 2917 per month credit for 18 months credit. Apply within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Requires new account. Unlimited basic after 73121. Pay $35 per month for line with AutoPay. Date 80 prioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available ever. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming speed. Maximums use rules. $30 activation fee and restrictions apply.